Welcome to Try or Die. Welcome to the Try or Die podcast. My name is Ben Valley. My name is Braden Ball. Welcome to another episode. Um, this week was kind of a break, but we really just worked on um, making content over the past three weeks of accomplishing things. Mostly on YouTube. We just wanted to produce some videos that we actually you know, worked on, edited, worked hard on because we hadn't really done that much before. We just made like simple posts. We kind of said like, yeah, we did this in a week. Yeah, we did this in a week. But now we have proof. Yeah. Uh, you can go on YouTube and watch videos of us writing a book, becoming stand-up comedians, and just a couple other videos that we've thrown out there. Um, our goal was to get 100 subs by the end of the week. We got 35. <laughs> yeah, but we tried, you know? So it was we, the first challenge that we did not succeed in, but we still tried. We still made a profit a little bit, yeah? Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's a lesson of we're not perfect, and that's a good thing. I mean, yeah. I think it's kind of nice to know that you're going to fail a challenge every now and then. Like, you know, stuff happens. But are we going to stop? Hell no. Yeah, we made a lot of content. Go check out the We Wrote a Book in One Week video, and we became comedians in one week. And we got a couple other fun videos on there. And we just started a new thing called the Polar Podcast. And it is where we take a polar plunge, and we do a quick little podcast. This is about seven minutes. Seven minutes of film of us in the the polar plunge. And uh, yeah, we're trying it out, see if it works. But we got a lot of content this week. Uh, but um, this week we're starting back up with the challenges. Yeah, so we're really just hoping to grow over this next year. Um, a really qu- like unquantifiable amount almost. Like, you know, I can't even fathom it. But we're hoping to hopefully maybe by the end of this year reach 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. And I think it's possible. I think we just got to keep oh, yeah. grinding. We've been doing a lot of research on growth and stuff but yeah that was kind of this week was a lot of research looking into our goals our missions and pumping out content that was well edited that we had taken time on (laughs) taken several hours for each video i mean neither of us are really video editors but we're learning a lot yeah and it was really neat so it was a good week it was a good refreshing week we started school um yeah we also needed to take this break week kind of from a challenge to yeah start school up and uh get it settled in but we're still going to be doing a lot of challenges while school is going on. You know, it's not going to stop us. Yeah. Um, that being said, you want to get into a little bit of, of you know, our quote of the week. What, if, what yeah, did we so hear this week? A few this? segments before we dive into the content um, is quote of the week. And uh, mine is from Alex Honnold. He's a free solo rock climber. And I think he's still alive. Pretty sure. Um. But, you know, he did something that was crazy. He um, free soloed El Capitan, first person in, uh, ever to successfully do it. So it was an awesome documentary. Documentary, And I was watching it, and uh, he was like, you know, people just misunderstand him a lot. They're like, oh, I could never do that, you know? Oh, like, why don't you just, like, after you free solo, why don't you just want to rest now and not go for the next big thing? And he was like... What is people's obsession with being happy and cozy? You know, like, why is that such a good thing? Why does that bring happiness? He's like, no one's ever done. And I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but I'm pretty sure this is pretty exact. He said, no one has ever done anything great with their life being happy and cozy. So what you need to do is not be happy and cozy. Seek discomfort. Challenge yourself. Pushing 
the ultimate limits if you want to have any one remember you. If you want a purposeful life and to do something and solve a problem with society or contribute to this world, which everyone, I think, has a deep inside passion to pursue and help this world in some way, you're going to have to be uncomfortable and enjoy that. You have to exactly. do it so much that you're going to start enjoying it. And so I really like that. He's like, no one's ever done something great being happy and cozy. And that's so true. You know, what's our obsession with being so comfortable? Like it pushing yourself to the point of ultimate fear is when you are the happiest, man. Like I think in James, it says uh, in the Bible, it says, you know, finally brethren count it all joy when you face trials and stuff. And it's like joy and happiness are very different things. And joy is way better, way more valuable. Happiness is like, kind of like that emotional feeling like you know you're feeling good in a moment or whatever but it's like a temporary feeling joy is the ability to feel like happiness always in anything and it's not really even happiness you know joy is kind of its own standalone thing that's better it feels better to have joy than happiness 100 percent of the time i think yeah you're right joy is uncircumstantial doesn't matter what your circumstances is you can feel it um with the right mindset and um i think you can just find it, you know? Yeah, I think, honestly, happiness is just overrated. I think peace is what people really want. Peace with themselves, inner peace in their mind to just continue on with life. Um, and you're not going to find that being comfortable. Yeah, and comfortable, man, is just overrated. I mean, you know, taking this from a little bit less of a even Christian standpoint, if you look at Hinduism and Buddhism, uh a lot of the time that there's this time spent like in yoga, for example, um, the whole philosophy of yoga is um, pretty much getting in uncomfortable positions to relieve stress. You get in these uncomfortable physical positions that stretch that hurt a little bit and it just this built up tension just releases. And I mean, there's something to be said about that. You know, you put yourself in uncomfortable situations and you have no choice but to confront reality. You have to sit there you scream a little bit. One of my friends at work, he was telling me about, you know, he started doing yoga doesn't look like a yogi. He's not like a yogi, but he just does yoga. He does like the poses and stuff to um, release tension in his body. And he was telling me, he's like, dude, I hit this one pose. And I, and, I, and I kid you not, I started crying because it was just so much stress was just, duh, because I was so uncomfortable. It's so mm -hmm. difficult, but it was so good at the same time. And it's like, you got to do that mentally as well. You got to put yourself in uncomfortable situations because that's where you're going to grow. That's where you're going to find joy, really. To stretch your mind, mm -hmm. get it loose. Um, so let's jump into our next segment, which is... Oh, yes. Sorry. Gosh. Um, <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. You have your quote. I do. I do. What so is your mine's going to be a little bit paraphrased as well, but uh, who's familiar with George Lucas, the guy who wrote Star Wars and stuff? Oh, yeah. So he was talking about prequels, because as you know, like, well, I don't know if you know or not, but the way Star Wars was released, it was like episode three was released way like before anything. And episode one and two followed later. And it's like his philosophy is like, well, that's the thing about prequels is like, you know, it's kind of like poetry. They kind of rhyme a little bit and they kind of not. But, you know, hopefully it works. And one of my friends said that quote to me and that quote by itself, it's kind of like, eh, not really much to it. But my friend applied it to something. So I was going through something earlier this week. And then, of course, later at the end of the week, but like way earlier in the week, um, he and I just caught up. We hadn't talked in forever. And so he called me on the phone and we were just talking. He was uh, my counselor at a camp one summer, but he's only like a couple years older than me. 
and you know we're just talking catching up and it turns out we were having very similar you know just seasons of life stuff that was happening in our life bless you and he pretty much just told me he was like you know that reminds me of this quote and whenever he said it i was like oh wow that's like really neat it's like you have these things in life if you go through things that are similar to other people you're never going to have the exact same experience but that's not like you know they kind of rhyme a little bit you can sort of mm-hmm. help people kind of like go through stuff you know I just think that's neat. What's the quote? I said it. No, you didn't. I did. What is it? Yeah, it's, that, it's the prequels are kind of like poetry, you know? Each stanza kind of rhymes, kind of doesn't. Hopefully it works. That's literally the quote. I don't get it. It's, what is it? What does it mean? It's like poetry. So, like, okay, if you apply it to movies, he's saying, like, for example, you have these scenes that are going to be similar. Like, you've got this prequel of Luke Skywalker. And he's like doing a scene that's going to be very similar to the first one. Yeah. But it's different because there's different things that he's attacking here. Like there's one where he's in this like ship and it's a similar shot, different ship, but it's the same shot in uh-huh. a different ship shooting at a different thing. But it's still that same element there. So it kind of rhymes metaphorically is the way that he puts it. And then my friend was saying, and that's kind of like in life, you have things that other people have and you kind of rhyme. Like, you know, your situation and my situation are not going to be the same. But they rhyme a little bit. And through that rhyming, there's a poetry to it that, you know, we can still be there for each other. Okay. I like it. I like it. It's very, very like... Personally, I'm a little confused, but... I don't know why. It just resonated with me so well. That's good. Something about it. I think that's a great quote. Um, Yeah. Is that... Should we move on? I think it is a good time. Okay. Highlight so uh, this week's challenge, you know, we don't really have a lot to go on, but uh, we just we pumped out a lot of content. You know, um, you should definitely go check it out, try it out on YouTube, and um, yeah, it was a good challenge. You know, we made videos every day, and uh, got a lot of quotes, got a lot of learning in. So, uh, oh yeah, so actually, before this week's challenge, um, <laughs> we gotta do the highlight of the week. Try to be subtle. <laughs> That I completely skipped over. So uh, what was your highlight of the week? Highlight of my week. So first day of class, um, which was yesterday, I was in there. And if you don't know, I've been like promoting this podcast to like all the freshmen at college in the same class as me because like Snapchat has this story feature where you can like join a college story with your student email and you say what year you graduate and everyone else that does it is in that same story. You can post it, whatever. So there's like 1,300 kids in this story with me kids adults freshmen, freshmen. 18 year olds <laughs> um, yeah 19 year olds 18 and 19. legal age legal yeah. legal um but there's just in it and so like they see you know me saying that about like the podcast and stuff like that and a few people watch it a few people don't it's whatever um but i'm in class and this dude it's an 8 a.m everyone's tired i feel great because i just took a cold shower drink some coffee 90 minutes after i woke up according yeah. to human labs um but so I walk into class and we're like starting attendance. He says, you're like, what's your name? And I say, uh, my name is Braden Ball. And this dude in the back row goes, oh, I know you. You have a podcast and I listen to it every week. And I'm just like, oh, oh, oh. Like, I'm so happy. I didn't even get the dude's name, which I'm going to tomorrow. That's my goal. Let's talk to him and like, be like, yo, hi, thank you for your support. But um, so then my professor's like, oh, you do podcasts? I like podcasts. I do podcasts. Tell us all. Tell the whole class of 25, 30 people about your podcast. Free promotion. 
So I'm like, oh, heck yeah. So I'm telling the whole class about it. I'm like, yeah, we wanted to push ourselves, blah, 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 which we're going to literally kind of tell you later in this podcast. We're going to touch on what this podcast is a little bit more, uh, some of the ideas that we've explored that we just want to elaborate on. So I won't spoil that now, but I kind of gave like a little spiel about it. And then he goes, okay, where can we find this podcast? Like, you know, I'm interested in it. The professor, he's like, I want to listen to it. And where can all of us listen to it? And I go, Spotify. Spotify. Try it on Spotify. Try it on YouTube. And he goes, great. And so the first like five, ten minutes of class is me just promoting my podcast. That's awesome. Our podcast. Our podcast. But it was so cool. I was just like, oh, dang. You know, that doesn't happen often. So I got recognized and we only have like, (laughs) we have 33 subscribers on YouTube. I got recognized. That's awesome. Go subscribe. Um, There's some cool content on there. Um, And videos. a, A lot more to come. And we have our first podcast. Yes. And our first polar podcast. Yeah, we're also filming this. So the podcast is on YouTube if you want to see our beautiful faces. And um, yeah. So my highlight of the week is I don't really know. I haven't really thought about it much before the podcast, but I think, you know, I got to do PR for 5Ks. You know, we ran a 5K every day for a week as non runners to try to get into that endurance sports arena kind of but um i ran a pr it was like 27 minutes but that's okay it was still pretty good and uh for me anyways and uh so yeah i kind of fucked up my ankle afterwards but um side tonight so that was that was funny i was sliding down a giant slide on campus today and i nailed my side my hip bone it was great but um yeah today was a lot of fun we ice skated on this fake ice it was like plastic it was awful but um also amazing we had a great day we we were going around the food court um at school etsu and uh we were just going around and sitting with people that were sitting by themselves because a lot of times you know it's not fun to sit by yourself and you want a community but a lot of people don't have that so there's another highlight is that we just went up to people and we sat down um one of the first people that we sat down with they just immediately got up. We're like, oh, where are you going, bro? He's like, oh, uh, I got to go. Anyways, bye. It was really weird. We're, we're, I feel like you know, we might have intimidated him. It was three guys. Yeah. Going two of us up. are like six foot three. Yeah. Six foot two. And so we just approach and we sit down and he's like, oh, okay, bye. But we didn't mean to do that. Um, <laughs> just kind of felt like we were bullies there. But then we sat, um, sat down with someone that was right next to the table. And they were like, Oh, what are you guys doing? You're trying to recruit me to the military? But we just had a great conversation with them. And they were like so shocked that someone would take their time out of their day to do that. They're like, this is so awesome, man. I've never had people like guys come up to me and just talk to me like I'm a human being, you know? And he was more of an awkward guy, you know? Um, you know, not your traditional. Maybe just like, you know, a little more introverted. By yeah. Nature. He's an introverted, um, you know, older than most college students um not that old but uh so he just didn't have a lot of friends he said um he just transferred he just transferred yeah and so i think a lot of people just need to be heard and uh talked to so we're trying to do that for some people in the food court so it was just it was a fun experience um so i'd say yeah that's my highlights of the week any other things you want to touch on this week uh, I just think like tonight was a really good time that like whenever, you know, that's whenever we did all that with the, with the food court and stuff. And then like afterwards and we went and ice skated on the terrible ice. We got other people to ice skate with us. 
Mm. And like we were just yelling to people and it's like, yo, come ice skate with us or yo, come do this or whatever. And it was really neat. And then like we went to like this little coffee shop that like we didn't even know existed on campus. It's like a little French bakery shop. It was like in the most remote place on campus. Yeah. And so our friend that we've been hanging out with that we're getting to, you know, be a part of this mindset, um, which he's a member of the Polar Podcast. Yeah, he was a... Sorry. Yeah, he was a uh, little guest, I would say. I don't, he's not a member he's yet. Not a member yet. We'll see. Um, we'll see how he does in training. But he was part of it. You know, we love bringing people and doing cold plunges with them. Just, them just wake them up, you know? With us. Yeah. yeah. But um, so, yeah, if you want to meet Isaac or Togan, um, he's... In the Polar Plunge. Go watch the Polar Podcast. Polar Podcast. Uh, it was a yeah, short little podcast. It's fun. Um, you want to dive into uh, this week's challenge now? Yeah, sure. Um, so this week's challenge was just you know trying to pump out, edit, just really figure out how to content create. I guess because what we've been yeah. doing up to this point was just mostly for ourselves, and we were trying to broadcast to public, but we didn't cater it necessarily to public, other than the podcast, but. That's because we're talking to a crowd. It's a little easier. But like all of our like Instagram reels or TikToks or like YouTube stuff or whatever. I'm not, gonna, I'm not, I'm not a promise. I'm hiding it. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so sorry. basically he, he, he always, um, at every <laughs> podcast, he has his foot up and he starts playing with it. So it's, it's like a fidget thing, so man. So it's grabbing his at least foot. So you start kissing the mic, bro. You'll just sit there and hold the mic and kiss it and just make I noises. Think they need it at home. It's like ASMR. But he just couldn't play his foot, so I told him not to uh, stop playing with your foot. I'm, just, I'm holding my sprained ankle. It hurts. It doesn't hurt. I'm going to put my foot <sighs> uh, But anywho, so yeah, we were trying to grind Resist out content. the temptation to play with your <laughs> Shut feet. Shut up. We were trying to, <laughs> we're trying to grind out content. No, I, it's funny. I hate feet, bro. Yeah, it's kind of gross. I'm, I'm a big socks beard, guy. Bro. I'm a... Thigh-high socks, that is... Thigh-high? I'm a big fan of socks, bro. Like, like for socks. yourself? Thigh no, socks. not for me. I'm saying, like, on a female. You were saying I'm a big fan of socks. I was applying it to, like, other people. It's kind of some anime shit right there. No. Kind of weird. It's not weird. I have never seen a thigh-high sock. That is impressive. Really? I have seen over-the-knees-high. That's thigh-high. What? What? What's above your freaking knee? Okay, well, I, I thought you meant, like, you pointed up here. I didn't point. I said thigh high. I you you pointed put, you thigh. did this. I well that video. He literally went right thigh. here. He thigh went. high above the knee. Literally, they saw it. Okay. The, yeah, they saw me smack my. We'll thigh. review the footage and we'll see. It's that gonna I'm be like. a great short. But yeah, Braden has a fetish for thigh high socks, and he hates feet. Absolutely. I will absolutely hold up to that. This Fair is going to be a terrible thing to segue into what's after the challenge. Oh, gosh. Um, so um, this week's challenge. So challenge. We just created a lot of content, really learned how to edit and stuff. Um, mostly just you're trying to get good at content creation. We studied it a lot, watched a lot of um, videos that help, you know, figure out algorithms, whatever. It was it's a pretty boring thing to talk about, but it was very beneficial for us. Yeah. Um, what, so, would you, what do you want to talk about the challenge? Um, it was a fun week, you know. I learned a lot. And... Um, a lot about you know video editing and we pumped out i think some really good videos i know we know to uh what to film and for our next challenges that we're going to do that we're going to talk about in a little bit and um so we know what to film to film a lot more 
And so hopefully from now on, every challenge will be very well documented and we can make a really awesome YouTube video about it. But uh, this week was pretty uneventful, man. Uh, just a lot of working and editing and school. So, But it was very appropriate. It felt like we were finally kind of turning it into a job kind of idea, but in a good way. Mm. Like it became this thing that we were like, what if we start doing challenges? And then it was like, wow, it's real now. We're staying up late if we have to, editing videos. Just We have never done a podcast before 2 o'clock a.m. Yeah. Before today, we've never done one before 3 a.m. Um, so it's 2 a.m. right now. But but that's not that's okay. And he has an 8 a.m. class. So In the morning. So that's how important you guys freaking are to me. We're working on this heart. You know, um, we, we want to inspire people. To change their lives. To change their lives and stop living, especially college students, with the bandwagon, man. But we're about to get into those ideals. But um, so, yeah, anything else about this week? Um, as far as the challenge goes, I don't think so. I think, you know. Just we pumped out a lot of stuff and really just worked on grinding out and research. Yes. But uh, this week, I understand that you had a very um, terrible thing that uh, you found out about. Unfortunately, yeah. So, um, yeah, a little more serious note. Um, So usually we try to podcast like a week after we decide to do stuff. And that was last Wednesday. So technically speaking, we're... Um, or no, it was last Tuesday that we started doing the content. So technically speaking, we should have podcasted last night. And unfortunately, um, yesterday after class, I found out that one of my um, previously really good friends and uh, one of my mates from camp had decided to take their own life. And it was tragic. It was devastating. I didn't know how to react to it because I'd never experienced something like that. I'd experienced death from family or what have you, but I've never experienced someone, you know, taking their own life. And it hit so deep. And it was a lot. Um, Basically, she was just extremely depressed and felt like she couldn't, felt like she just couldn't take it anymore. And it was very eye-opening, very tragic. And I found this out yesterday. Yeah. Did um, it also happen yesterday when you found out? I believe it happened the night before last. I think her parents came home and found her. She was 17 years old. Um, and yeah, I just, it, it, I'm still shaken about it. I'm going to be honest with you. A little bit of a vulnerable moment. I am not sure how to handle this grief. It's very difficult. And I can put on, you know, I can break it down in the sense of like, I know while I'm podcasting, while I'm doing this, I'm not letting that be a part of my persona because, you know, I want to be authentic and real, but also at the same time, you know, I got to take it as like, I have to focus on the podcast right now. You know, I can grief after. And that's a terrible mindset for long-term, but at short-term, whenever everything's still shocking and everything, it can be healthy to compartmentalize a little bit. But, um, it was really terrible. Like there's nothing, usually you're able to um, pull out like a little bit of good. There's like this idea of like yin and yang that is in um, Eastern culture. And it's basically this idea that like there's always a tiny little bit of good and bad. And there's always a tiny little bit of bad and good. 
I think on this earth, it's very applicable. There's always a tiny little bit of good that comes out of a negative situation. And I won't lie to you. I'm having trouble seeing what good is coming out of this. And as the direct situation itself, there's nothing good about suicide. It's one of those things that there's no at least this about it, you know? Like someone took their own life and it sucks. And I think that that is the most accurate way to depict it is that simply it it sucks. There is nothing about it that does not suck. Um, is there good that can come from it? Sure, absolutely. You know, you can raise awareness about suicide, hope to change other people's lives. Um, but there's nothing good about about someone killing themselves. It's it's awful. And you can't sugarcoat it either. They took they killed themselves, took their own life, committed suicide, they're gone forever. Well, forever on this earth, you know? Yeah. How do you feel um that you would have how you would have faced this like two months ago versus now after try or die after challenging yourself, pushing your limits and changing your life from unhealthy lifestyle to a productive, purposeful lifestyle. So, um, fun fact, a couple of years ago, I used to be at a very similar low. I was extremely suicidal. I was depressed and had no meaning in life. My room was always a mess. My meals were awful. I was doing bad in school all sorts of bad stuff. And um, there was a point where I quite literally was like writing stuff down on a note, like ready to just end it that night, bro. I'm not even kidding you. I'm like looking in my closet, looking at where, you know, what's going to support a row for like, can I steal some of my mom's like medicine or whatever? Because she has a heart problem. Fun fact, go watch the comedy. I joke about it. <laughs> But um, I was like, you know, what's going to be the least painful way because I'm just so tired of life. And something stopped me that night. I, I chalk it up to an angel and Christ. Or an angel. I just started crying my eyes angel. out. Started crying my eyes out, bro. And I just couldn't do it. And then I look at where I'm at now. And if I hadn't stuck it out then, I wouldn't be here now. And to me, I don't know. I'm able to view things in the last two months, in the last three months, so differently. But at the same time, life leading up to the last three months and three summers or two summers ago when Valeria, the girl who's gone, and all of us were at Disciple Trek, our little three-week camp together, life was great then. And then prior, just a couple of weeks ago on Christmas, life sucked. And life's always going to have these up and downs. And, you know, the way I react to it now is... Like, I don't know. It sucks. I react to it. I'm not going to do the things I normally do. I used to would recluse, uh, my, like recluse myself and shy away from people, which is funny because I'm extroverted, love people, but I would just avoid everyone, ghost everyone, kind of go standoffish and try to process grief and oftentimes would get back in that depressive state. Like whenever I broke up with my first girlfriend and stuff like that. I just ditch everyone and hunker down into this little self-pity wallow, really. And it's incredibly important to process things. You have to process things. You have to handle grief. Grief is a real thing. It exists. And there's no way to avoid grief. But that doesn't mean there's not, you know, better ways to handle it. And I think 
if you surround yourself with negative things, sad things, while you're also processing this incredibly negatively awful sad thing. Distractions. And distractions, you're just going to make it worse. You're getting, you're trying to avoid them. And the thing is, is, is it happened. At the end of the day, I can't change that. I can't go back in time and call her and say, hey, don't do it. Because I didn't know. And no one did. And no one can go back and call someone. You, can, you just can't. You can't go back and change what's happened. And the fact is, is that, that that's reality. And you can't avoid that. And so trying to run from that is only going to make it worse. What do you mean when you say try to run from that? Trying to go to vices. Trying to, you know, for me, it used to be a lot of, like, honestly, you know, pornography was a problem at times. Or just getting lost in, like, I just would watch YouTube for, like, 12 hours a day. Or just stuff like that. Just running and trying to keep anything else on your mind except for that because it's just such an awful thing. The thing is, is the more you let that be on your brain, the more you genuinely confront it and realize that's what's happened. I'm sad about it or I'm angry about it or I'm denying it or whatever, whatever stage of grief you're on, you got to let grief happen. You've got to process it. And that's what I realize now is, you know, well, I'm taking this hour to podcast and I'm taking the time to, you know, do my homework as much as I can. You're still sitting in your reality. I'm still in my reality. And I'm still processing it. I'm still grieving about it. Like whenever I am by myself, I'm crying a bit. And whenever I am needing to, I'm getting angry. I'm running to God with it because I believe that that's very important. But, you know, I do have these things that are troubling me. And that's okay. I'm just going to confront them rather than try to run from them. I think that's the big difference now is no part of me wants to run from the fact it happened. I wish it didn't. It sucks. There's no other way to put it. But it did happen. And my choice is either A, try to run from that, try to distract myself from that, try to act like it didn't, or B, make the good in it. What can I do to make the good in it? This. Confront other people. Not confront, but but reach out to other people more. Now I'm going to cherish the people that I have. Cherish you. Cherish other friends of mine. Uh my family and stuff so much more because I realize they're, you know, you never know what people are going through. It makes me want to love people more. It makes me want to talk to strangers. It makes me want to spread God more. It makes me want to do all this more because reality sucks. And so maybe being that little bit of good and someone's bad, it's worth it, you know? Reality sucks, but distracting yourself from reality sucks even more. Yeah. So, um, and- you can make it worse or you can deal with it. Or you can make it better. Yeah, or you can make it better. You don't even have to deal with it. Like there are ways to make your reality better. You can make your reality better by working at it. Is it going to make it hard? Yeah, but it's going to become better. And by distracting yourself, um, what we're talking about is alcohol, drugs, scrolling, pornography, pornography um, um, all everything that's just easy and it's there. It's and like it's counterfeit dopamine. dopamine pretty much. Yep. It's fake. And it doesn't help you get past your trauma or your shit. It's damaging your neural pathways. And I don't know a single good thing about any of those things. Other than the temporary thing that's in it. Yeah. And that's just not it, you know? When you can get the same thing from other outlets that are going to be good and beneficial for you. like you get, healthy. You get dopamine from cold showers, cold exposure, ice But baths. there's no crash. But there's no crash. See, with alcohol, you get a spike in dopamine. Then you get below a baseline, and then your receptors are overworked. 
They're not able to perform if you abuse them. But with cold showers, you're not overworking shit. You're just increasing your dopamine. Yeah, you're not overworking it. You're saying, here you go. Like, here's... It's a natural... They said the Huberman lab. It's a very popular, like, Instagram sound. It's a natural catalyst. Yeah, but it literally says um, they did an experiment and 11 minutes of total cold exposure throughout the week dramatically increased the controlled group, like the... uh, the people they did the experiment on, you know, they obviously had a control group and um, everything, but um, the people that did it dramatically increased their dopamine. It was literally in a healthy way that um, it was naturally being produced a lot. It's literally a natural antidepressant. I feel like a lot of times by drinking alcohol chronically, which is seven times a week, smoking weed, nicotine, scrolling pornography, you are literally causing yourself a chemical imbalance. If you are depressed and you do one of those things before taking antidepressants, try eliminating it. Please get rid of that first because you could literally be causing your own chemical imbalance. I can't stress it enough. Yeah. And I think another thing, I think another thing is like in depression, it, it exists. People do genetically, because we're not genetically perfect, have chemical imbalances sometimes yeah. but oftentimes we do create chemical imbalances in ourselves, and there are things that naturally we are able to do such as cold exposure such as several other things stopping bad habits stopping bad habits creating healthy ones you know, replacing out stuff like that um doing those things will quite literally help fix those chemical imbalances and a lot of times people just assume oh medicine oh assume all this I'm not saying that there aren't situations where people need meds, okay? But it's a lot less than you think. It is a lot less than you think. Um, there are situations where, you know, like try therapy. Try building healthy habits. Try getting rid of these vices and try therapy. Not, not therapy that's trying to get you on medicine yet necessarily, but try those things. If you're still chemically imbalanced, then look into medicine. Yep. Literally. Physical health directly influences dramatically your mental health, your cognitive health. Literally, it is so scientifically proven at this point. It's not, you can't argue that improving your physical will improve your mental. Um, and you know. vice versa, too. You have a difficult time doing physical things. Look at your mental health and look at yeah. what you're doing to alter your mental health. Yeah, it could, improving your mental first could help you better achieve physical things which can better help you improve your mental health it's yeah, a, it's a good great point, circle yeah it's a good circular um, thing there but um but yeah so, so how do you feel like try or die like pushing your limits and eliminating those bad habits through this movement that we've started um how do you feel like that helped you i guess you did kind of touch on that but and maybe sum it up how did that help you process this uh it helped me realize that there's no point in trying to escape the reality of it and it's better help me process it a little bit faster and also um, make the impact a little less dense. I won't say it's, you know, less. It still impacts just as much. It's a terrible thing. But it mean, it doesn't, it's not shutting me down, you know? And it's not, I'm not running away with it. I'm still going to, I still have life. And... I now am going to make it a point to alter what 
things I do in order to better take care of the people that I do still have. I'm going to work harder to ask people how they're doing, talk to more people, stay in contact with more people, pray about more people. Um, you know, another big thing that I really want to do is try to get other people on this healthy mindset. I want to make try to die something. That is our goal for this movement. Yeah, to try to get people out of these things that are causing chemical imbalances. And I won't lie to you. She she had like depression, depression. Yeah. And like she wasn't, you know, on all these vices necessarily. There was a couple that I had talked to her about a couple like a year or two ago. But there were still things that she definitely, you know, hadn't necessarily tried yet. And I think, you know, another thing that I've realized is um which I want to, we're going to make a video about this and talk about it a little bit more, talk about just suicide and, and that in general, whenever we can do a little bit more research on it, because we want to, we want to throw some science in it and throw some statistics and numbers to kind of, you know, gain perspective and show perspective, but it's never the answer. Cause like, yeah, this, this reality sucks. Nothing good about suicide. There's nothing good about suicide. You're not, you're not escaping. You're, you're not ending. doing anyone a favor. You're you're ending. Like, you know, there is someone that cares about you. And I don't care if you believe in God or not. God exists. There's just there's just there's just no way he doesn't. But the message, even if you don't believe in it, you can still read it. Like, you're fearfully and wonderfully made your love. And there's people in this world that you don't even realize care about you. And like, you know, you start thinking like, no one cares about me. No one cares about me. But it's like, you know, I'm seeing this wave of grief run through so many people. And it's being spread like wildfire through so many people because this girl took her own life. Her family's devastated. Her sister's devastated. Um, I'm devastated. All of our friends from camp that were all together, it was like this big family because you spend three weeks of consistent time with someone and you become like great friends with them. We're all so just devastated and, and, and so sad about it because we all just loved her so much. And it's like, you know, you're so loved and thinking that you're not, that no one cares about you, that you're a burden, like that's so unhealthy and you can't be telling yourself that. You've just got to realize and accept the fact that you're loved and whenever you do that, you, you you know, your priorities shift, you become a little less depressed and you become a little less this and a little less that. And then, you know, don't want to kill yourself. But like, it's never the answer. Never is suicide a good choice. There's never, ever, 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 ever a reason. I don't care how bad you think you are or how much of a burden you think you are. Do not kill yourself. Do not. There's no good that's going to come from it. Like, no direct good. The good comes from how people choose to react to it and how they choose to handle their grief and use it to help other people. Like, that's not a good thing necessarily. That's stuff that should be happening regardless. And it's like, you know, that wouldn't be necessary if people didn't want to kill themselves. Like, you wouldn't have to raise awareness about suicide if people didn't want to commit suicide. So saying that that's a good thing is like borderline. And it's only a good thing because so many people go through it. You know what I'm saying? It's not a good thing that we need to raise more awareness about depression and suicide. That's sad. That's terrible because that just means that there's just so much of it. Like, I forget what it is, but the suicide rate of people in North America, especially teens, young adults, is so stinking high. It is ridiculously high. And um, 
it's actually four times more likely that a man is going to kill himself, which is, I'm not trying to be sexist or talk about any of those issues. That's just what we're a major reason we're also doing this podcast is just to help men that are depressed, you know, and also women, but we have the men's perspective. We happen to be men. So it's a little easier for us to reach out to young men, but I hope this can help women too. But I think mostly men are going to get more out of this than women, of course, because that's just because we're dudes, you know, I hope maybe in the future we'll start a try out female. Or... But just seeing how many guys kill themselves, I'm like, that is sucks. You know, there's this Jordan Peterson. He talks, you know, a ton about depression. He has helped so many people, so many of his clients. And um, one of the one of the things he suggests and that he does, and multiple people have emailed him, like this has changed my life. He said that the cleanliness of your room is a direct externalization of your mind. The more messy it is. Um, the more that shows what your mind is like. And when you clean it up, it helps your mind organize itself also. You know, people start doing this habit and it really starts help organizing their life and helping their mindset. Um, It is a huge thing for them, but also a sign if someone's depressed. If their room is in a terrible state, it's an externalization of their mind. Um, You know, look out for the signs, look them up. Be more observant in the loved one's lives because if you are not observant, you know, the Sherlock Holmes quote I love is, the world is filled with obvious things which no one by any chance will ever observe. It's obvious if you know what to look for, but a lot of people don't. So I encourage you to do your research. And uh, if you are depressed and you're thinking about killing yourself, like, I love you. I love you too. I swear. Like, and I if you need mean. someone to call, call me. It's 423 423- Five two five, two five one zero. Call me and talk to me, and uh, I'll try to help you the best I can. You know, you probably should call the uh, suicide hotline, which we'll leave also in the description of YouTube. Um, but you can find my number in YouTube and uh, call me if you need. And um, but also probably call the suicide hotline too. I don't know, but either one. And, uh, or if you just feel like there's no one to reach out to, like you've got something on your mind and it's just crushing you, maybe you don't want to call it text. We have iPhones. Yeah. You can text us. Text us. And we're going to try our best to get back. Uh, my number is 423-823-7631. Like text me. Call me. Like I can't promise I'm always going to answer a call because my phone might be dead or this might happen or whatever. But if it's I'll probably possible, answer though. It's always on me. Exactly. If it's at all possible, I'm going to try to answer it. And if you can, send me a text. You don't have to give me your name or anything. We'll try to talk it through. But We're like, here for you, right? You know, like, I don't I don't want you to sit there and think that, like, there's no one that cares about you. Like, I may not even know you, and I care about you. And you're so cared for by people that you don't even realize. And there's just never, ever, ever, ever a good reason to take your own life. It is the worst option ever. You could do anything else and it's a better option. Just don't take your own life. Yep. And of course, you know, we're Christians. We talk about it a lot. But I don't care what you are or what you've done. Like, just come and talk to me if you're depressed. Um, I don't care how you identify or um, anything like that. I just want you to be able to come to someone. Yeah. Another thing is, like, I think we try to make it a point to be actual Christians and not the Christians that people genu- usually think of. Like, we're not going to sit here and judge you. Okay, because we're we're human just as much. We we are terrible people, bro. Like we mess up all the time. We do. I mean, that's just we're human. Mm-hmm. 
You know, we're not going to sit there. We have no. We don't room. think it's okay when we mess up, but we still do mess up. Yeah, and there's no room for us to judge, and that's not what we're called to do. And Christians mm-hmm. that judge, unfortunately, they're not doing the right thing. We're not supposed to judge. We're supposed to love. Mm-hmm. And so that's our goal: is we want to spread love. We want to love. We want to try to help people, try to help them change their life grow live a purposeful life live a purposeful life because even if you're not christian you could be atheist you could be you know you could be a satanist for all i care i love you okay and if you need help reach out to us text me call me i don't care you can say if you say anything about god i'll hang up and i won't say anything about god am i gonna believe am i gonna pray for you afterwards yeah probably (laughs) yeah but I won't say anything about God. I will just be there. You, I won't say a word if you don't want me to. You can just vent. Sometimes that's what you need. But you're loved. And there's no point in trying to take your own life. I just can't fathom that. Like, And I was so close to it. And I just remember feeling just lonely and like a burden and stuff. But it's like you're not a burden. You're never a burden. If you were a burden, then you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't exist if you were a burden. You're not a burden. You're loved. Period. That's it. And yeah, like you were saying, you know, something to try is literally make your bed. And if you make your bed every morning, I promise you, it's going to change your life. It's so simple. People like I something that I used to think is like there's a simple solution to something. And I really learned this in math. I would always get so pissed off in math because um my teacher, like I would go get help. It would be this long problem. It was in algebra two and pre-calculus in high school. I would do this crazy long problem and I'd be so close, but I couldn't figure out the answer. Mm-hmm. And my teacher would be like, dude, just look right here. And I'd look and he'd go look at it. And I'm just looking at it and I'm going through my brain. I'm like, oh, what's the quadratic formula or blah, 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 or whatever. He goes, no, just look right here. And all I would have wrong is a negative sign. I would literally just be missing a negative sign or something like that. Or like in coding, for example, I can't verbally express. I'm a computer science major. And the amount of times first semester that my code wouldn't run, I would run it and something would be messed up and I would spend hours diagnosing it. Hours, 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 hours. It would piss me off. I'd look and a semicolon was missing. A semicolon is the first thing you learn in coding. That you In C Sharp, you have to put a semicolon. Oh, excuse me. You have to put a semicolon after the line of code. I would miss that. Mm. Sometimes in life, the solutions to this big problem of why everything seems like it's not working. Not as hard as you think. It's not as hard as you think. You just got to dig a little deeper, look a little harder. Because the simple solutions are often hard to find because you never think of them. You never think, oh, I'm only, I'm missing the thing that I first learned. No, you're going to think you, you messed up some crazy thing. It's like, no, just make your bed. Just try it. See if it helps anything. If not, okay, pick up, you know, some of the stuff around your house and try to leave it clean. Because then you have a bad day. You come home, at least your bed's made. You just crawl into it. Yep. Easy peasy. Well, I think we're going to address on like a couple ideas of what this podcast is and what our goals are for it. Um, and just like the bandwagon of college. We're talking about college life. And what confuses us about it, what we've stopped doing. Um, Another thing I want to offer is we want to make it a point to be 100% transparent. Mm-hmm. We don't want to hide stuff. We don't want to be fake. That's why we say we failed the crap out of our challenge this week. 
Well, we did good. But we, did we didn't hit our goals, we didn't our crazy goals. goals that we Unfortunately, had. we failed. Does that mean that we regret it? Of course not, bro. I'm so glad we grew, and I'm glad we did it. But we're not perfect. We didn't. We couldn't reach 100 subs in a week. We tried our butts off, and we didn't do it. Yeah. Could have tried harder. Should have done better. We should have. But we'll learn from that. We'll do better in the next one. But, um, yeah, let's just talk about the bandwagon of college life, man. So... Basically, first year I was at a different school, so couple, completely surrounded by just people that were not healthy for my life. And so I'd party sometimes, but most of the time I like keeping to myself more. But I would go out to parties, drink alcohol. And um, this semester we were partying and uh, not crazy parties, but just drinking um, or weed or nicotine. Things that we knew we should never do. But it's not even that. It seemed completely normal and okay because everyone else is doing it. It's just a thing, you know? Alcohol is not that bad. Everyone does it. Weed is so natural. It's already, like, has receptors in your brain. Um, first of all, that's a lore, and it is a lie. Do some research. Um, weed is very – on a really good podcast on it. On weed. Listen to it. Um, weed is not natural, and it is terrible for your brain. Um, CBD oil is probably pretty good, but, um, sorry, smoking weed is not healthy. If you think it is, Mm -mm. it is more detrimental than it is healthy. Like, I'm sorry, but, uh, it just does not help your mental. It'll just not help it as much. Well, it's like the argument that people use where they say, you know, like wine is good for you drink. Like, and it's like, it's not, it's actually not the only benefit of wine. The amount of wine you would need to consume to get that is so stinking minimal. And you never stop at that. You don't. Like, no. it's literally less than, like, a glass per month. But it's right? actually more harmful. Yeah. But, like, I'm saying if you were health. to drink wine solely for the benefit, you would drink maybe a glass, like, half of a wine glass. So, like, maybe four ounces per month. Once per month. Yep. So, there's no benefits. And you and... never do that little. Like, no. there are there's research backed that your creativity can be improved by microdosing wheat. Right? The yeah. amount that is needed to do that is so freaking minimal, and you never stop at that. And the moment you go past that amount, it becomes so incredibly terrible for you. Well, yeah, because what you see is a spike in creativity and a spike of dopamine. But once it gets super high, you see a decrease. Yeah. And then it comes crashing down, and it's a decrease. And it crashes decrease. down. And, it goes and so you can become far depressed below state. Yeah, but the thing is, with the tiny bit of alcohol that might be beneficial or that tiny bit of weed there are so many other things that you can do that will increase your creativity or increase your health more than those things and there's not you don't need it if you you can't overdose on a cold shower really or a cold shower there's supplements there's working out which are going to increase your health and creativity way more Mm -hmm. than microdosing or alcohol so what we found is we were partying and we were like, what is the point of this? Um, I'm sorry, but there's no benefits to alcohol at all. Like, no, I'm just having fun with my friends. I'm like, do you want to do something with your life? Do you want to have purpose? And if you don't, you know, that's not a good thing. Do you want to contribute to life and society at all? Uh, which I know plenty of people have done that and drank alcohol and been alcoholics. But... You're literally just hurting your mind, hurting. Um, that's why so many of these teens and you know college age students, why depression is shooting up, 
because, because alcohol, substances, vices are so popular and people are creating their own chemical imbalances. They're har- harming themselves. It's self-harm that people are encouraging in college. So we, what we found through these parties is that there's just no point. We feel worse after. And the things that we can work on outside of the party is just so much better and, and more for our time. So much more fulfilling, you know, like doing this podcast, reading, working out, hanging out with friends without any alcohol or drugs is so much more fun. But if you need to have alcohol in your system to hang out with your friends, you need new friends, bro. Get new friends, man. Honestly. Those are not good friends to have around. Like, I'm sorry, but like there's, you know, that's just how it is. Like if you consider... Like, let's say you're like, oh, we're going to hang out. So that means you need to drink a fifth of vodka. It's like, man, that must, that's a sucky friendship right there. Like, you need to surround yourself with people that are like, oh, you're having a hard time. Let's go do something. Let's go on a hike. Hike. Let's talk about it. Let's confront it. Like, I remember, like, hearing the news of my friend's death. It was terrible. I call you up. You're like, I'm going to be honest with you. No clue what that's like. I've not gone through that before. I'm sorry. What can we do to, you know, let's, yeah, let's like, do something. Anything you need, I'm here. Just tell me. You're like, let's do something. I'm like, hey, I need you to keep me smart. Like, don't let me do any vices. You're like, yo, you better not. Or I'll smack you. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like that tough love, but it's good love. And then I'm like, don't want to do this. Don't want to do this. But screw it. Let's take a cold plunge. You go, okay, I'll take it with you. Like, there was no reason that you needed to take an ice bath and a cold shower yesterday. Mm-hmm. But you did. Why? Because you're a good friend and I appreciate that ineffably. And I think you need to have people in your life that will do that, that will encourage you, push you. Yeah, because I was like, oh man, that sounds really hard. Sounds like you need a good joint. You need a good uh, drink right now. Like, yeah, I just had such a hard day. I need a drink. I need a cigarette. I've seen, heard so many damn people fucking say that. That pisses me off, man. You're fucking up your brain. Like, sure, plenty of people have been influential and purposeful. With alcohol and weed, but are you are you influential with weed? Are you like, doing anything with your life with alcohol? Have those people not just gone on to be depressed later in their life after accomplishing shit? Like, do you want to live undepressed? Do you want to live purposefully with a great, healthy mind? Stop listening to everyone, the majority of people that are depressed. And here's the thing. You can't take the one person that happened to do something good or the two people or whatever – that yeah, they did something good and they drank. Yeah, but, but what are look you at doing? All of these other people who didn't do, you know, drugs, alcohol, and still accomplish great things. Like you've got all these people that did, and then you've got like let's say you got a hundred people that all did these great things, and one of them happened to do it while drinking. It's like, yeah. So you're gonna apply the logic that drinking is gonna help. It's like no, no. What are you doing with your life while drinking? Are you doing anything good with it? Or are you just escaping? Or are you becoming more, yeah, are you escaping? Or are you becoming more depressed? Like, what's happening in your life, dude? So what we found is we were partiers, you know? We drank a lot. We got hung over, smoked nicotine, smoked my, weed. My my grades started plummeting. Yeah. So and we I found, I found myself house. being depressed, dude. Me too. I literally found myself being in depressive states and then needing a drink. You never need a drink. You're like, oh, I need to cut myself the same damn thing as self-harm it's not good for you you know um it's it's ridiculous how encouraged it is in in college and it's really scary but when you break free from it you feel like you just got out of a giant flowing river that was going towards death 
and you're like, holy shit, you know, you want to grab as much people out of that river also, but it's insane. It feels like breaking, I know it was such a controversial term right now with a certain bald man, but like breaking out of the matrix. It's literally, it feels like that. No, it is. There's something to be said about that idea of the matrix. I mean, like, like it or not, some of the things that Andrew Tate says are is good advice. And some of it is bad. You know? Yeah. I think terrible. You know, I really don't think you need woman. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, I'm saying. You don't need sex. Yeah, you don't need I mean, sex as a man. That be a motivating factor in everything. No. Like, you, I've realized um you know because we've also you know we drink we smoked weed nicotine we quit that i've also had problems with pornography and jerking off and let me tell you um and sex just sex i just had a lot of sex okay but after not having sex no porn no jerking off i felt more in control of my body actually i was this is gonna be my quote one of those but it was like a man that does no fap that doesn't drink alcohol doesn't use substances and has discipline in his life has complete control over his mind. He doesn't need any vices to help him through life. His mind is so powerful. So a man that has complete control over himself will succeed greatly. Or a woman. I'm not saying, I'm just saying mankind, basically. Um, I'm not excluding women there. But um, so when you have control over the areas in your life, like, you know, substances and sexualness, like sexual urges, and you're able to control that, you're going to have control over yourself. You know, what you do with your day. And I think it's funny because this is probably pissing a lot of people off. And if so, do your research, man. Stop squinting at our ideas. Be like, that's wrong. Open it up a little bit. See if we're right. If you're getting pissed off, maybe that's a good sign that you should look into your life a little bit. You're like, oh, no, I drink and I'm fine. It's like, I don't want to quit porn. Pussy. It's it's not benefiting. Get the you, fuck off porn, you pussy. My gosh, it's so bad. It's so bad. All this stuff is so bad for you. And there's so many good things you can do in life. Now look, we're not perfect. We have things that we're still struggling with. I still struggle with pornography. It's tempting. I am away from it and I've been away from for a while. But it's still tempting. It's still difficult. Mm-hmm. And it like, comes in different forms. Yeah. And then like, you know, every time like yeah. I, you know, you, you, you see someone with a drink or a beer or whatever, and it's like, oh, man, like that, that low key. A drink sounds nice sometimes. Like, especially yesterday, I was like, man, it sounds so nice to just drink a little bit right now. And I was like, but no. After toughing through it's it, you benefit. feel so much better about it. It's yourself. not going to benefit anything. I'm, I'm not going to be able to confront things. I'm going to literally just be escaping them. It's not going to help. Mm-hmm. There's two pains in life, the pain of discipline and the pain of regret. Which one are you going to feel? It's so much better to feel the pain of discipline. It's so much better. Laying in bed sore is so much better than laying in bed depressed. Hangover. And hungover. Like, just laying in bed hungover, you're like, fuck, I didn't do anything productive. But you're like, I just ran and my body hurts. You wake up at 4 p.m. But it hurts so good. It's like, oh, I cannot believe I did that. Like, that literally happened a time or two. I just woke up super late in the day. Lots of times. You just wake up hungover. You did nothing the night before. No, but I'm saying like I would wake up so late in the afternoon a couple times. Like I'm talking like 3 p.m., 4 p.m. And I would have had stuff I needed to do during that day, like homework and stuff I was doing. I'm just like, I can't believe I didn't do that. Yeah. I can't believe I'm here. And I've not had that. No, like we don't have to deal with that anymore. The thing with parties is – you don't even barely remember last night. You didn't do anything but yell a lot, 
hang out with your friends and get super drunk? Like what productivity were you doing? What were you doing to better your life? Literally, you're just living for the present. And so when you're having these parties, you're doing nothing productive. And then you wake up and you waste the whole up next day doing nothing because you're hungover. But if you go on a long ass six mile run, you wake up the next day and you're really sore. You still feel like doing a lot because your mental is fine. It's improving and you're not hungover. You're just sore. It's a good pain. It feels good. And just you don't have to deal with that. We just found that having that hangover, having poisoning your body and your mind is just a terrible way. And right now we don't know why people party anymore. I mean, a lot of people, we understand why though, because we were partying, you know, it's, it is fun, but it's not helpful. It's not productive and it's not good for you. It's a blast, but there are other things that are a blast that are actually beneficial that are way better. But it's really not a blast. Like, Sure, like we did have a lot of fun. Like in the moment, it, it's fun. But the benefits that are reaped from that? None. It's None not a whatsoever. blast. And even the memories aren't good. Like, you know. You can't even remember it. Most of it you can't even remember. Like in that moment, you have fun. But you can do other things that you will have fun long term. You will have fun during, before, after. Like. Yeah. Like practice some real self-care today. Um, don't just wash your hair. You know, do some face I mean, wash. You know, wash your hair and do something. No, no, no. But I'm oh, saying, like, like <laughs> do some self-care today, okay? Actual self-care. I'm not saying, oh, look, I, I washed my hair. I washed my face today. You know, I laid in bed. I got a good nap. It was a good self-care day. Um, I need I a cigarette. Netflix all oh, day. I need a cigarette. I'm going to go party with my friends now. Self-care. Or I vaped all day. Constant dopamine surges and, and um, inflating your nicotinic receptors which are um, inhibiting your ability to focus you're doing all that and then you're causing chemical imbalances if you want to practice real self-care stop doing things that are going to cause you to be depressed Um, practice real self-care today go on a run don't drink and read improve yourself actual self-care yeah not this fake lay in bed Wash your face. Yes. That should just be your everyday washing your hair. Gosh damn. (laughs) But yeah, I just think that's, you know, the whole Clean your room. Clean your room. Clean your room right now. Clean your dorm. Is it messy? That's an externalization of your mind. Make your bed. Little bitch. Make your bed. (laughs) Tough love, right? Tough love. But just try. Stop giving up. Start trying. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Stop settling. Why? What's the point? Like, that's the whole thing with parties. Like, there was just no point. There's no reaping of benefits there. And everyone says, like, oh, it's college. You've got to live it up. And it's like, yeah, live. We are living. We're living now. I'm living more now, and I'm more joyful. I'm having we became a comedians. Time. Comedians. We wrote a whole book. That was better than any party I've ever been to, bro. Did it suck during the moment? Oh, he's so good. Like, I'm sitting, like, while you were sitting there typing for eight hours, nine hours, it was pretty good. I knew it was going to be so good after. So good. And when we finished it. You got a high? 7.30 a.m. on the day after Christmas. I, I was, had a head orgasm. I was about to cry. Yeah. Tears of joy. Or, yeah, crying. That's what it's called. And, <laughs> oh. Yeah. And you're just there. You're so happy because you accomplished something. And I remember the whole thing. I remember I every forget any painful waking every page bro every page like 
try not partying this week. Try writing a 100-page book and let me know which one is more fun. Heck, Because if you complete it, it'll be way more fun. If you fail, you know, you're just a little pussy. Write 10 pages, bro. Yeah, but if you want to be a fucking um, person uh, that's going to do some shit in their life, write 100. But if you need to start with 10, that's okay. You know, if you're, you're if you're starting low, that's fine. But setting small goals. Do something other meaningful. than partying. Try doing a week of no partying and bettering yourself. and just Do see. a self-care week. Yeah. But actual self-care. But see how it is versus your previous life. See if your actual life improves. See if you have a good week. Because that's kind of what we did. What we did was we stopped partying for a week and we did the seven days hard. That was our first thing. Go listen to our first podcast, the beginning. Yeah. Talks about it. We did seven days hard. What it was. The end of that challenge, though, we actually partied. No, we didn't even go the full week. It was a, someone's birthday, but yeah. But in the end of the challenge, we went to a party. It was a birthday, and but we didn't even have that great of a time. Like we were kind of grumpy at first because we were just like, oh, I, I don't want to drink. And peer pressure, man. Peer pressure. Peer pressure is a thing. Don't just be like, oh, well, I won't drink, but I'm gonna still hang out with my friends that drink. No, that's what we said. We said we're done. Bitch! There's no point. Bitch, what the fuck? You're not going to do no. it. Get out of that environment. Um, sorry for cursing so much. I just, just feel like life is this just... It's, honestly, those words are so desensitized now to our culture. Well, and I think like, another thing is to me, they, they, they are made by man. And they don't bother me. Um, I try to use more eccentric verbiage just because it's more fun. I like to challenge myself verbiage. to use difficult words. But, like, sometimes it's necessary. To, I mean, those words were used for impact. And I think. I call it word seasoning. Word seasoning. Salt. If it's every single sentence, it's, it loses its desensitized. But if you use it like you were using it just now, like, dumb bitch! That's good. It's needed there. Because that's what it is. You are being a dumb bitch. That's a clip we need to use right there. Or just like randomly throw YouTube videos like, dumb bitch! Yeah, there you go. Um, sorry for screaming that in your ear ten times in a row. But, like four, five. yeah, be more intentional with your words also. Come on, gosh. But what we have found is a dramatic increase in the improvement of our life, and uh, we're not going back. Here's what you should do. Never go into another alcoholic party again. This week. Ever. In our whole life. This week. That's crazy. This week. Do the seven days hard. Yeah, go back to our first podcast. We'll I'm tell it to you out. right now. We'll tell it to you right now. Drink 64. Was it half a gallon, right? Half a gallon or more. Half a gallon or more of water. Meditate 20 minutes a day. Meditate 20 minutes a day. Work out one hour, 45 minutes, one hour a day. 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Just or during more. the day. Or more. Yeah. If you want to squeeze in more, do it. But minimum, work out 45 minutes. Work out is Cold shower subjective. every day. Take a cold shower every day. Two minutes at least. Yeah. And now what that entails, you want to do a two-minute cold shower. Two and a half. Easiest way, start it cold, warm it up, end it cold. Yeah, but start with two minutes cold. Yeah, that's going to be the best for you. But um, yeah, so there's that. And then read a chapter in a book. Yep, every day. Find something. Listen to an audiobook if that's like if that's what you have to do. Or it's this podcast. Better to read. Either one. But listen to a podcast or an audiobook. That's good for you. Um. And no alcohol. No alcohol. Or drugs. Or nicotine. Or, or, drugs, or like, nicotine. No, no none vices. Of, none of it. No vices. Cold just, turkey, that bitch, for a week. Just for a week. Just do it for seven days. Because if we can do all this in seven days, you can start changing your life, and it only takes seven days. We're literally just simple college students that decide to break out of the matrix. The mold. The, with the matrix, and we were able to write a 100-page book 
become comedians and start living an actual life. Like we did this over winter break. Like you, we were sounds... just dying. And now... I think when we say dying is that river analogy is that everyone's going towards this river, the bandwagon, the 86% of adults that drink alcohol, the billion people that smoke nicotine, the billion people that do weed. I don't, I don't know the statistic on that. They're all just going towards this normal, normal of life. They're just all dying the same way. Average. This is average. Dying is average. But when you try, you break free. It's like you're on this bridge on that river, but the bridge is like a raft. So it's like constantly moving towards the waterfall. Trust, 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 trust. And so you're all on this bridge, right? The bridge, if you don't move, is like super cozy, comfy. But the moment you take a step, it's like a hot coal. But if you leave the bridge, you're going to be fine. Is it going to be difficult to make those steps? No one's done anything great with their life being happy and cozy, man. Exactly. Um, so stop being happy and cozy. I mean, not happy and cozy, but just cozy and comfortable. Well, even happy. I don't like that word. It's comfortable. Comfortable, comfortable is such a bad word. The, the only time the comfortable should be used is for like your mattress. Yeah, like you should have a comfortable bed, mattress yeah. or a comfortable pillow. We don't use a C word here. Don't say that. Yeah. Don't it's be a bad word. Don't say comfortable. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. dude. Whoa. All bad. right. Bad. Bad. Don't um, be, don't be um, the C word. All right. Don't be the C word. <laughs> but yeah, let's jump into, <laughs> let's wrap this up because it's 3 a.m. and we have to be up in about three hours. <laughs> so, um, so our next week's challenge, we're doing it something pretty simple, but it's going to be challenging. It's been done a few times, but it's a great concept. Basically, it came from this guy. Um, his name is, um, this guy's name is Kyle McDonald. And in 2005, he traded a paperclip 13 times and ended up with a house. And he did it over like one year. Yeah. And we're going to do it in one week. Yep. We're going to see what we can trade up in one week. Now, I think we're going to start. We haven't decided what we're going to start with yet. We're going to start with this lighter or paper We need clip. two different things. Are we going to both trade something up or are we going to do it together? Should we do it separately or together? I think we should do it together. I think, I think we should do it together. Yeah. Um, and we're going to see whatever it is that we end up with. We're probably going to sell it and sink everything back into try or die. It's going to go towards try or die, which is a good movement. You know, we're not, it's not like we have a ton of money. We're like, oh, let's go. We are college students. Yes. Um, eventually, if you make it possible, we would love to be philanthropists. And we're going to be philanthropists to an extent. But like. But our goal through this is not money. Our goal is to help people break out of their stupid, lazy life. Yeah. And I think a good way. Like ours was. Ours was heading terrible. towards. Like, it wasn't. Terrible. It was. We we're still. Bad. No, we we're still physically fit. We we're still above average, right? But it was heading just towards normalcy, towards averageness, dying. Now we're trying. Mm-hmm. Hey, you should too. So yeah, we're gonna trade up. It's gonna be cool. Um, we may end up with a different colored lighter at the end of the week. Sell it for three dollars and buy, you know, a one megabyte SD card. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, I say I just found this object. Let's do this lighter. Let's do it. That's what we're gonna um, do. It's a nice. It's a nice lighter. Um, that's our candle lighter. Which I think will mean, make it more meaningful. Please. But we're going to see what we can make out of one week. I think we're going to at least do like two trades a day. 
That's the goal. And we're going to go on like Because that's we'll go what, on 14. Like, try to trade he did out. 13 and got a house. So if we do 14, we could buy a plane get. or something. We don't know what we're going to get. Like, I'm excited to see what we might get. We're going to have to work our ass off to get this done. Yeah. I think, I think on the first day, we're going to make like 20 trades tomorrow. That's the goal. We're just going to see what we can work up to. Yeah. Get ready for the podcast next Wednesday, man. Or it'll be out released on Thursday. So next Thursday, come back and find out what we traded. You're on YouTube. This blue lighter for. It's a blue, for, for the audio, it's yeah. a blue Bic lighter. It has the metal thingy still intact. It's probably got a quarter of the lighter fuel left. It says Bic on the front. It's um, It's got the metal thing around it. It's not a it's... plastic one. It's you a know, lighter. It's a good for sure. Um, the the little button where you release the lighter fluid is red, and it has a warning label and on the just back. Just go look at YouTube, man. Just go look at our YouTube channel. It's a good auditory experience. Just YouTube. Look, it's right here. Yeah. Go right. Look. And also, if you're listening to this on Spotify and you haven't yet, no, no, stop that. Stop. That. Oh, I thought you were just gonna burn the microphone. ASMR. Okay. We don't say that word. I have bad experience with ASMR. Um. But yeah, if you're listening to this on Spotify and you haven't yet, go check out our YouTube channel. Do yourself a favor. It'll be fun. Absolutely. Start living a real life. Start doing real self-control. And uh, yeah, get away from your bad friends, man. If you're depressed and and you need it, give us a call. Text us. In the description or the suicide hotline in the description of this YouTube video. Because this is important. And we'll probably talk a little bit more about suicide later. We're going to try to make a video really addressing it. But I think we did good today. You're loved. You're cared for. And even though we've never met yet, possibly, I still care for you. And I know that's like, oh, how can you do that? I can. I promise. Try me. Yeah. Well, I mean, <sighs> what we're doing, it was like, we're actually doing something. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. You know, I feel so bad. But like, go take an ice bath with your friend. Go be there for your friend, right? Like, go do something. So that's what, just what we're trying to do. Hey, here's our number. Call it if you want. All right? Like, uh, we want to actually be involved with you. We're not just saying, oh, I hope you're not depressed. You know, like we're saying, like, don't be a pussy. Stop causing your imbalances. But at the end of the day, we do really care. But um, we're just kind of intense about it. But we'll seriously, we're not going to call you a pussy if you call us, I promise. That's that's a little easier for us to do on the podcast. And we're basically saying that's what we're, we're basically doing. talking to our own selves. What we're saying, stop being a pussy. Stop doing this. You know, we're talking to people that, you know, we're like us. Because that's what insecurity is. That's what, you know, when someone gives you hate, it's probably what they hate most about themselves. Um, just as a fact in life, you know? It is. And a lot of things that we talk about are things that we are trying to actively, continually work on. And like we said, 100% transparency. I think that's so important. We want to be 100% transparent with you. Like, we are human as much as you. So talk to us. Absolutely. You see us on campus, don't be afraid. <laughs> we're 6'3", but we're not scary. Exactly. Teddy bears. But Teddy as bears. always, leave. If you want to see us do a challenge, we will do something absolutely insane. Um, comment it. Leave it in the Q&A below. If on you want to see us do a seven-day challenge, leave it in the Q&A. Leave it in the comment section. On YouTube. Let us know what you want us to see us do or just have something to say. Yeah, give us, us up. feedback. Like, we... We want to interact with you as our community. We want to build a community here. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, leave a suggestion, man. Let's see your challenges. Um, this has been the Try or Die podcast. I'm Bryn Ball. I'm Ben Valley. Travel the path, less travel.